Also, get me one of those shirts. I want one. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 236. Today's topic is managing events using WordPress. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Let's start off with George. George, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm George Spaz. I work on Jetpack by day, and I like to tinker with electronics at night, so I get to make shiny badges that look something like this. Nice. Nice. Good job, George. How about you, John? I'm John Brown. I run an agency called Nine Seeds, where we do custom WordPress development for small, medium, and large businesses, um, develop some plugins and other things. Um, I'm also a full-time digital nomad running that agency from all over the world. Um, next week is WordCamp Orange County, which I'm co-organizing by doing nothing. Thank you, Steve Zengit, for giving me no <laughs> responsibilities. And then immediately thereafter, headed to WordCamp Europe, and I hope I see a bunch of people there. George, you're going to have to mute. Yeah. Hey, Russ, uh, tell us a bit about you. Uh, I'm Russ. I work at WebDev Studios. I do support and back-end development. I've written a bunch of plugins. I organize WordCamp Vegas 2015. I will also be at WordCamp Orange County two-parter. I will be speaking on Saturday, and I will be plugging Palooza on Sunday, and I hope to bring gold unlike Ryan Lockie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Steve, what about you? I'm Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup, and I am the lead organizer of WordCamp Orange County, which is one week from tomorrow. Hope to see you all there. Nice. How about you, Zach? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm Zach Terrell, the guy without the lower third. Uh, I run the products business for Modern Tribe. I'm a you know, developer you know, by trade, but mostly just running that business these days. We, the, probably the most popular of our plugins that you know is the events calendar with lots and lots of installations. Coincidental, wow, we're talking about events. Yeah, Check shocking, right? I know, right? I'm Jason Tucker, you can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter and my blog is jasontucker.blog. And we do a couple shows here on WP Water Cooler. Go check them out. We do them throughout the week. Go over to wpwatercooler.com slash subscribe, and you can subscribe over there. All right. So let's talk a little bit about events. So um, this this particular topic is a little near and dear to my heart because um, I'll, I run a couple of events throughout the week, and I use event management software to kind of make it happen. And I wanted to kind of get some ideas and kind of talk with you folks and figure out what is it that other people are doing to manage events, sell tickets, put people into uh, various, uh, you know, uh, smaller events that are within the bigger event, figure out where they're going to sit, whatever all those sorts of things are that you got to figure out for an event, RSVPs and all that sort of stuff. So what well, are I mean, folks Even, even folks that is just that? an add-on. I mean, so all of it really is you want to find the solution that works best for what you need, so you all obviously want them a lot more modular because not everyone needs attendees registering for an event. Not everyone needs to sell tickets for yep. an event. Uh, not everyone needs events where like uh, you're running a calendar so folks can sign up for a time slot that they want to come in and get their massage appointment or get their dog washed. Uh, so I mean, at the very base level, all you really need is a way to like run a Google Calendar and embed it on your site. If all you want, like the community event, like this is when our town council meeting is, this is when this subcommittee meets, just for general awareness. But once you've got that, then comes if you want to start handling registrations and claiming time slots and uh, all the Wuhan extra modules that I'm sure Zach can talk about at length. 
But I think, I think that's a very important point is before you step into the technology, you need to plan, right? So, mm -hmm. so figure out what, just take the technology out of the conversation for a minute and put on paper, these are the features of, this, of the uh, event that I'm building, right? With, without, without talking about technology. That's how I approach it. I mean, so it, it's kind of like e-commerce, right? Before you just like start putting things up and selling things, you have to have that plan of, is this, you know, what kind of event is this? Is this in person? Is this online? Is this some kind of webinar? Am I selling tickets? Am I gonna allow people to do all these things? Like all of that thought will actually help you determine the right strategy, whether it's some kind of custom plugin or like even just adding your own custom post type really quick, all of that thought will help you find the right tool. Yeah, I think Great that's point. why modular solutions work better, right? Because uh, in the same way that you think about commerce in different ways for different businesses, you're going to think about events in different ways. And you're not going to need tickets for every event or you're not going to need seating charts for every event. So if you can have a solution where you can you can pick and choose those components or or turn them off or select just the pieces you need, that's it's going to provide a much better better product solution for you. And there's also a difference between um, doing an event and booking time slots for things. So booking time slots has its own ridiculous amount of issues that you have to deal with releasing a time slot, moving somebody from one slot to another because they call up and say, I'm not available to get my hair cut at this time to this time. Dog groomers only have so many places that they can hold their number of dogs. So you have a holding bin that they have to deal with. There's a ton of these different things. And so for like for WP Water Cooler, I have, you know, anywhere between eight to 10 slots that I need to, you know, I need to fill to be able to have people on the show. I need to inform them that, hey, they need to be here at a certain time. It's a different time than the time in which the thing starts. There's um, just a whole myriad of things I need to interact with and be able to you know, tell people, hey, you got to come at this time. Here's what we're going to be talking about. You have all those sorts of things. So booking versus events, I think, are two totally different things, which I think some of these plugins are in, have, have kind of figured out how to make these a little bit interchangeable, or at least some of the code base can be interchangeable. But um, well, you know, well, I, I've, I've been looking at a few well, of them, so I'm just curious. I don't know about that. I've always set, found that at least the the WordPress plugin space uh, events that that exist have focused around kind of traditional events, like appointment booking was for a long time a big problem that nobody addressed, um, and they tried to do it with events, and it was a different thing. But um, you really have to think like, are you organizing an event that's like an annual conference with multiple days? versus right. like the the weekly the band playing every week at a restaurant right like or a, a bar um it they need very different feature sets um we've done custom sites for giant conferences um and they integrate with like third-party platforms for courseware and all this other stuff um i think most wordpress users are looking for kind of the simpler um i've got this event and it's really a big deal as to whether it's like one event a week or it's recurring and yep. recurring events is one of the other things in the WordPress space. It's always been a struggle. So, you know, we have a lot of clients who have thousands of recurring events um, and WordPress is a, a tough one to address that. Well, it, it's also one of those things too, where you start looking at options and like you were saying, is this recurring or is this a one-time thing? And then it's also a lot of that metadata, right? Like, do you want to show a map for people to, to like help them get to there? Does it need to have a, a thing with directions? How is that pulling in from Google or how's it pulling from something else? It's all that like small metadata on the back end that plays a big part in just like how it, 
uh, appears on the page, right? Yeah, and I can't yeah. tell you the number of times I've talked to someone about events and they say, oh, well, recurring events, that should be easy to do, right? <laughs> well, it's easy if you think, okay, there's yeah. this one thing that's happening exactly like this all Tuesdays from the beginning of time until the end of time. But as soon as you have one Tuesday that falls on a holiday and you need to bump it to a Wednesday, the entire thing gets knocked out of whack. Yeah, so need recurring events is, is definitely hugely yeah, complicated. I remember oh, yeah. the, the the very first plugin that I was working on was something that did reoccurring events and I actually I said it and I said, Okay, this goes to every Wednesday and literally it created that many posts. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't set it to say, you know, like on the week of add a new post, it just added like five thousand new posts on one click. And it's one of those things where you have to kind of be mindful of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I would we think so. With that constantly. So, Russ, are you saying that there's only 5,000 more Wednesdays in our lifetime, like <laughs> in the world? Is that like at the 5,000th Wednesday, does the world end? Or I, I was going off the Steve Zengit math uh, Wikipedia stuff. That's what. That's the, the logic I was using. Got it. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Russ is worried about a Wednesday 100 years in the future. <laughs> well, we're, working off, we're working off basic math, all right? One too many. There's more than two, so it's just like at some point in the future. Yep. So what are the options that people should be looking at when they're, or what are the things people should be looking at when they're shopping around in the repo, shopping around on various websites that they've Googled for, how do I make an event you know, management solution for my, my WordPress website? I think customization is a big deal. Uh, we, we deal with a lot of customer support interactions with people who want to do something just a little bit different. Uh, and that's, I think the vast majority of people who use our software, that's, that's what they want to do. They want to take and tweak a template or just, uh, you know, hook into an action or a filter to do something just a little bit different because every event is kind of different. Everybody who wants to implement things has just a slight skew on what they want to be able to do. And so, so doing that is, uh, yeah, not, I mean, not intentionally, but, but just, you know, I think that, that, that is, that customization bit is super important. And I think the, the best products, not, and I don't mean to just speak about ours, but, but the best ones in the, in the space do that. If you're just doing a like one size fits all for events, it's, it's really not going to, it's not going to work. So you, you got to make sure it's going to be able to be customized in the way you want to. So would it. you say that that's a differentiator to your software versus your competitors? And how, how does, how do you, how does it differentiate? Yeah, I would, I would say, I would say, yes, we take it really seriously. Um, we actually have hundreds of extensions that we give away for free for our, for our product because there's all of these little tiny things that people want to do differently. So our, our support team's empowered to like create extensions and release those for, for free as part of our, our process. So a lot of what you get out of that support license with us is, hey, I want to do this thing. You know, we obviously don't want to do huge customizations. Like we're, we stay away from customizations. But those, those little extension tweaks, that's, that's a big part of, of what we do to make that calendar fit what it is you want to do. Um, and we've got complicated themers, guides, and like all of this stuff. I, I think that that's a, that is a big value of, of the events calendar as a product is that, that extensibility. Um, and that's not something that we explicitly do, right? Like our backend developers obviously have to put those hooks in, um, but it's like we we try to we try to think about our software in a in a kind of a, almost a platform sort of way. Well, and you guys have been. I, I'm to 
pimp them a little bit. They've been great over the years with helping with custom little solutions like that. Um, fixing some performance issues with recurring events, with some of the little nuances, uh, their support's always been great. Um, we've worked with the others. We use Event Manager Pro or Event Manager, whatever it's called, Pro yeah. something. It's the one um, I'm using. All-in-one, Event Calendar, Timelies. Uh, we've done plenty of bespoke custom solutions for people. Um, we There's tend also to feel, some pretty nice SaaSes popping up in the market too that are uh, um, yeah very, event espresso um, there's a lot um, and then there's the SaaS options like you just said Zach like there's it's a growing space I think one of the things in in people deciding which which product to go with or which way to go is that um, goes back to what Steve was saying like you kind of have to define your event and what your needs are up front right that's always the case. Don't just assume the most popular plugin is going to do all the things you need it to do. But one of the big differentiators we see is, and I was kind of alluding to this, are you doing something like a one-time event conference or are you doing something like a, a community calendar ongoing thing? Um, because for the, the kind of conference thing, I don't find any of the event calendar plugins out there um, handle those kind of events well. We, uh, Nine Seeds built, a plugin seven years ago or something called WP Event Ticketing. It used to be on used on WordCamp sites. Um, we killed it when CampTix got started, kind of as the the succession of that. Um, still out there in the repo, but it's too old to even be seen. But it was geared around targeting conferences and events where you needed things like attendee registration, you needed things like t-shirt sales, um, collecting data on users. But that's one of the multi things. Multi-track. Yeah, multi-track, schedule builders, um, sponsor tables. Like there's all these Seating things that starts. are unique to, yeah, exactly, um, that go into conferences that are these kind of almost like a one-time event that's very different than what most calendars do, which is this what's happening Friday, this what's happening Tuesday at 5 o'clock, at 6 o'clock. Um, they're just very different needs, I think. Yeah. yeah, actually, before joining Modern Tribe, I built the event site for uh, for GigaOM events before GigaOM went out of business. Okay. If you remember yeah, them? Sure. Uh, and, and they had very much that conferencing sort of uh, idea, and that that was all multi-track, lots of speakers, sponsors, all these sorts of things. Uh, and I thought, like, oh, a lot of that kind of experience will translate when I join Modern Tribe and start running this calendar business. Like, oh, actually, no, conferences and calendars are are two almost completely different things. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I just want to mirror something uh, that you said, Zach. I, I am an ECP uh, user. I have been for a long time. Um, I, you know, I've been a, license, a developer license for a long time. And the one thing uh, that you guys have really built well uh, to mirror something you said is that you you do focus on the customizations, right? It, there's your product, but it, it's pretty easy from a developer standpoint to copy something into your theme and make a customization on uh, a particular piece of the event software. And that is really important because um, there are nuances to every event, right? Um, I, I've never come across a client that's running an event that doesn't ha that, that fits right into a particular plugin or SaaS or, or, or anything. There, there's some nuance to every single event that I've worked on. Well, those pop up all the time, right? Whether you're doing like e-commerce or you're doing some kind of like support plan or you're doing like some kind of a Event, it's one of those things where, like, like uh, I think George is famous for saying this, right? Find something that gets you seventy or eighty percent of the way there, and if you yep. can write three or four lines of code to extend it, 
why not do that instead of building your own custom solution? Right. And, and yeah. ECP is, very, is written very much like WooCommerce. It takes that same model where you can just take little pieces, customize what you need, and then, and then the plugin does the, the rest uh, for you. So what's important about that is not just the, the nuances, but also when those change orders come in, right? So, so you, you build the site and the client says, you know, wouldn't it be nice if, right? And if you've backed yourself into a corner with a, with a solution that doesn't, you, know, you can't extend, you're hosed. And that's a technical term. <laughs> oh, the day before launch is like, oh yeah, I wanted this to be able to do recurring events, right? So you can just like bolt that on, right? And if you're using <laughs> modern tribes, one guess what? You can. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, again, a lot of it, like we were saying, we're, we're talking a lot about like the more advanced customization options, all the really ornate and integrated stuff you can do. But really, if all you need is you're doing like a municipal website for your local town and all they need is to show the stuff that they've already got on their Google calendars, if they're already using Jetpack, just throw the upcoming events widget in and be done with it. Yeah, perfect. Because they're probably, they're probably very comfortable with already using the Google Calendar UI to handle the recurring events and create and customize them. And if all you need to do is just embed an existing calendar on your site, boom, done, easy. Yeah, if you need perfect. to start handling a lot more stuff, then absolutely look into the more complex solutions. But don't overcomplicate it if you don't need to. Perfect case in point, I'm setting up a site for my HOA right now. So they have four meetings a year. Do I need that, an events calendar? That's No. How do you have an HOA if you don't know that? I got to say, I got to <laughs> say, man. I got to say, our, working with an HOA sounds like hell. No, uh, we won't go down that rabbit hole. Oh, no, no. I, oh, I already know. It's Especially hell. when he's on the record. It's hell. The, the HOA. Can you give me the, can you give me the HOA? I'm going to send him this episode. Look, our <laughs> HOA was established in like 1979. Our CCRs are literally two and a half pages. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you live in the mountains. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. We just got told that our HOA, our CCNRs will expire in 13 years and we'll have to redo them because they're only valid for 50 years. See, see, Steve, that's what I'm talking about. All those Wednesdays, he's got to set it up know, for 13 years from now. That's like, <laughs> that's like 5,000 Wednesdays. 5,000 Wednesdays, 100 years. <laughs> no. It's just, I, I think the, the takeaway there is, like, think about how complex your solution is and don't necessarily go with something that gives you a whole bunch of bells and whistles you don't need in the near term. Like you do need to plan out what you might need in the future, but by the same token, some of these event calendaring solutions get overly complicated for really simple, simple cases. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, especially if you're already using another another tool like you you guys are saying something like a, a a Google Calendar or something like that. Being able to take that data and import it into something that you're now growing up and are going to start using something else instead, and you no longer want to manage it using your old solution. Um, you know, all most of these products use some type of um, iCal import or a CSV import or something like that. Um, just make sure you look at the data before you do, it, especially if it's a recurring. Thing. And, and the, but the good news is, with all these solutions, that migration is a snap. Like it's a piece of cake. That's not that's not true at all. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a technical term as well. Unless it's unless it's just the events and nothing more, then you yeah. might be okay. But the My, second no. you're like, oh, I got yeah. some bookings, My, migrating some migrating from one event solution to another, um, yeah. you might as well 
just plan on just typing it in, retyping it yeah, in especially yourself. Especially you start talking about the metadata and, <laughs> and organizers and all that associated stuff. And not, not generally going to go super smooth. Unless you're working with an I HOA. Well, Hire a college student, 10 bucks an hour, sit at this computer and retype what you see in front of you. Yes. We are, we've long done complex migrations of, of membership sites. Um, and it's not too different. Like you just map the data and pull it over. And we're starting to like play with using WPL import to do that because it simplifies some of that build process that used to be custom code. But I wouldn't be too terrified of, like if you have a developer, if you can hire a developer to do it, I wouldn't be too terrified of switching events. I, I, I'm talking to our audience, John. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking oh, to the, the layman. Well, but, but what John's saying is, is one of those things where, like, if you're hooking up, like, you know, let's say the events calendar to Stripe and you're migrating users over, like, there's specific records that you got to move and to hook that up. And if you're going to hook that up to a WooCommerce solution later on down the road, there's a lot of stuff that you have to know about, not only on your WordPress site, but inside of whatever your payment processing oh. is to know how that works. Because when you do migrate stuff like that over, even if it's simple, it's not always easy. Yeah, whenever you hear the word recurring on anything, <laughs> that usually tells you you're, you're, you're gonna be up a creek without a paddle if you don't do it right. And, and usually you'll lose at least 30, 40% of that recurring revenue that you're gonna be getting because people are just gonna forget that they signed up for a thing. If you were making thing. them sign up again. Right. And seamlessly translate that sometimes. Yeah. As long as you have some commerce sometime. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say that at least you can do it sometimes. If you're in a proprietary solution, like a SaaS-based calendar, you may never be able to do that, to transfer them into some other system. Oh, yeah, you're, you're just stuck there. So well, that's one of the things, right? Like with WordPress, sometimes you need some custom development, but at least it's an option. Well, and what you're saying is with WordPress, you own your data, right? right? And it's something you want to review if you are working with a SaaS product, right? So if later on down the line you need to move, you need to find out what access you have to your actual data, which is true of any SaaS product. That's not just the event space. Yeah. Right? But yes. on the geeky side of what we were just discussing, right? Like owning your data with a SaaS event system probably means you can download the events. Not you can download the users with their recurring payment information. Which is sometimes the important part. But, yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's also one of those things too. Like one of the hardest things is, um, do you want people to sign up with like a, a custom username, or do you want them to use their their email? Like uh, the events calendar does that very well, where you, there's like a couple settings, and you can force them to only log in with their email address, and that's so much easier than remembering all these other things and how it displays on the page and. Like all that, all that stuff is part of that thing that Steve was talking about was pre-planning. Like, what are you trying to do, and how do we accomplish it? So there's a there's another feature that we haven't addressed here that I think ECP has uh, an add-on for it, but that's user-generated events, right? So that's if you want to open it up to your community to add their own events to your calendar. Yeah, community events is a big deal. I mean, you called out our our product, so I'll I'll mention it, but. Yeah. Uh, we do, we do have a lot of people who want to be able to do that, right? They have a, a, some sort of calendar. I think one of our biggest customers is a company called Accelerator. They do these like, uh, like raves and these, these really cool like parties all over the country. And so they want people to be able to create those, uh, 
those events uh, on their site. Yeah, exactly. George, uh, George is going to take his new uh, his new little badge to the I rave. I, I was gonna, I, I was going to say I think I'm friends with Steve on that site. <laughs> did, did I see you with a glow stick and a little backpack? I mean, it was one of those silent discos where we all had our own headphones on. Go on, Zach. I'm sorry. No, that's that's awesome. And you know, they go one step further and also allow those community events users to or those organizers to sell tickets to those events as well and do like a rev share split with them and uh that's that's some pretty cool stuff um it's very different than like i've got i've got a calendar of events uh it's more like i've got a calendar of lots of people's events that's awesome um, so so they're they're kind of affiliating their events is what they're doing because that is a great idea for a plugin by the way yeah, it was, I think uh, I think that would be a great that. submission for next year's plug in a palooza. I mean, I just submitted a pull request <laughs> to Jetpack. <laughs> um, that's very cool, Zach. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I like I like that that especially your product, but other products as well have all of these these pieces that can just be tacked on. So it's like. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not using just the base product, but I'm also using these little extensions that have been kind of built off of it. And then some of them have been, it's not an extension, but hey, we want to do a community event thing. So here's this. I want to have, I want to pull in stuff from Eventbrite. You could do that. I mean, there's all different ways to kind of make this, this data, um, you know, easy to work with. Do you, have, another, oh, do, you ahead, have, do you have one, Jason, that hooks up to SoundCloud? <laughs> no, I don't. Sorry, the, the the rave guys may need to have to figure out how to how to make that happen. <laughs> but but, but honestly, by that. using by using an established commercial solution like the Modern Tribe Events Calendar, uh, you can also get a lot of portability. I mean, especially if you're owning the site uh, and you work with the developer, if they build their own solution and you and they then disappear and you need to find someone else to continue building the site, whoever picks it up is going to need to learn their thing completely from scratch. With an yeah. established commercial solution, you can just say, find me a developer that already knows this. They'll be able to yep. jump right in uh, and not have to really learn the entire system before they can make the slightest change to it. It's and like, we hear we hear that all the time. Yeah. Customers who come back to us are like, oh, somebody else set up our site, and now they've left. And we're like, oh, well, we've got this list of people that we know are really good developers, and you know, they know our plugin already. Go, go talk to one of these people. Um, and that's pretty successful for folks. Cool. Zach, Zach I have to tell you, uh, the events calendar is the reason why I created my plugin called Query All the Post Types that shows me just what all the post types are called because I was trying to build a, a, a thing and I was trying to look for events and it's actually tribe underscore events. And because of that, I had to build a plugin and it, it ended up win me, winning me 250 bucks. So I'm not wow. gonna split. I'm not gonna split awesome. that with you. But what I say is, is thank you for your services. But he will buy you. Well, buy you uh, yeah, exactly. Well, we agree to buy expert camp and ask for a beer. Can uh, can we talk real quick about registration? So what 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 apps are out there that plug into any of these plugins that maybe have have sort of a, something that you can do on your mobile device to to check people in as they show up for the event? Hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually asking that as a, as a, a, a well, legitimate question because I wasn't able to find any uh, any great ones in the past. So I know I'm going to answer for Zach for a second because I know his. You guys used to use Eventbrite, and you could use the Eventbrite uh, mobile app to check people in. I know because we ran an event where we did that. But I just want to ask. I heard about a new one recently called Tikera. 
Yeah, Takara is on. Uh, and they is, seem to have mobile apps, but I've never seen it or used it or heard more than other than getting an email from them like a week ago. Takara is actually a pretty good system. We we okay. integrated them into uh, for one of our clients. Mm. Yeah, Takara, I would say that for us, we're working still on trying to get that at the door kind of stuff better. Uh, we do do QR code check-ins, so if mm. you have a reader. It just uses whatever the browser is on your phone to do the QR code check-ins. So it's possible. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a perfect solution by any means yet. Yeah, on on water cooler, we used to use a Venespresso that actually has an app that can do that sort of thing too. But it's nice that now that the now that the um, you know the these mo these more modern phones have a, have the ability to be able to just quickly take a photo within the web browser and then be able to you know quickly send that off to the solution and say, hey, what's this QR code and who is this person? You can use that as a way of making that happen too. It, 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 would, be, it would be really cool if it, in, and I'm, this is, I'm now just uh, doing feature suggestions, but it would be really <laughs> cool if, uh, if it integrated into Apple Wallet or Google Wallet because Apple Wallet has the passes thing, oh. right? So that I could carry my ticket with me uh, inside of Apple Wallet and make it completely digital. I, I will say that has been on my, like, Things I want to build list for uh, for longer than Gosh, I want. If, if only because it would be very fun. If there was, if cool. there was a, a mobile developer in this community that could partner oh. with you on that, so, so, I can't think of anybody. So 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 tacking on to Steve's feature request, one thing that I would like to see is like the day of the event, like when you go to my site and you go to events, that one is actually called out and like you know kind of featured. Because um, that's what web uh, WordCamps do really well, right? They have that feature that says day of camp, and it sets the schedules, the homepage, or something like that. Like it's one of those things where that I think that would be a really cool feature. Like day of the event, it just goes right to that event instead of like having to search or click around. But you're assuming there's only one event on a given day. Sure, but I mean, like it, it if could there's do a geotag, uh, I was gonna say, could. I was gonna say that's a for each loop, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds custom, not. <laughs> Not stock, folks. It's eleven thirty. We're we're gonna we're gonna not have Zach uh, try to fulfill all the requests that we have for his this, awesome. Yeah, this, wait, wait, this, this whole show just became an ECP plug. Yeah, so, which is fine. Which Perfect. is which is great. Works well, for me, <laughs> Zach, feel free to send us a check. We really appreciate it. Hey, so go <laughs> to our website over at wpwarcore.com slash subscribe. That's where you can learn how to subscribe to all of the great content that we do here. This stuff's available both on YouTube as well as on SoundCloud, and it's also a podcast, so feel free to go and subscribe to that as well. And uh, check out all the links and everything that we have on the, for the show notes that we have here, and that's about it. So hit the and, little thumbs up and, button and, and subscribe. And please make a backup of your site before you install any plugin. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you all later, folks. See you later. Bye-bye.